0: Hello and welcome. This is The Mundus Explained, a podcast to help you understand complex issues which shake the world constantly. I am José Roberto Castro, and today with me I have the reporters Adnan Leal, Asif Bin Ali, Aima Kareg, Barbara Paulin, and Lisa Ossenbrink. They have been investigating and will bring to you all you need to know about the failure in peace negotiations in Libya. What is happening in the country? What are the reasons for the conflict? Who is fighting for power? What to expect from the dispute? This and other key answer will be given. Your Mundus Explained
1: starts now.
2: We are absolutely clear now that there is no way that the remains side can. We 50 people
1: have been injured at the airport. South Africa is a home for all, and indeed, we are not
3: the only. Apresento This means that Donald Trump will be
1: the 45th president of the United States. President. Of the United States. Конечно,
4: политические,
0: социальные проблемы в этом регионе. mission de no. la France dans, dans le monde est éminente. No. The British people have
2: voted to leave the European Union and their will must be respected. respected.
5: respected. Mundus explained.
0: Diplomacy has been failing to find a solution to Libya's split. In January, representatives from the international community have reunited twice, in Moscow and subsequently in Berlin, trying to build a consensus proposal about the future of the country. None of the conference got it.
5: Hello, I'm Ayi Makaraig and I will discuss the overview of the Libyan conflict.
2: The Controversy
0: Aye, what explains the dispute
5: in Libya? The North African country has been fractured since the 2011 overthrow of Muammar Gaddafi. Fighting has killed thousands, while the UN estimates that more than 217,000 people have been displaced and 1.3 million need humanitarian aid. The oil-rich nation is split between two opposing governments and armed militia groups in a civil war the conflict has turned into a proxy war because of countries supporting either side. For ABC journalist Tracy Shelton, the story of Libya in the eyes of disillusioned citizens is a question of how a revolution that began with so much hope during the Arab Spring went so wrong.
0: And why does the crisis attract international attention right now?
5: Libya is a major oil supplier to Europe and is a member of the Organization of the Petroleum Exporting Countries or OPEC According to the BBC, it once had one of the highest standards of living in Africa Libya is also a gateway for migrants traveling to Europe The Council on Foreign Relations says the lack of a primary governing body has contributed to migration and human trafficking problems Another concern is extremism While the ISIS affiliate in Libya has been defeated, it still operates in the country which is awash with weapons. Uh,
0: But talking about the domestic situation, who fights for power in Libya?
5: Well, Libya has two rival leaders with parallel governments. On one side in the West is Prime Minister Fayez al-Sarraj, a technocrat backed by militias. He leads the Tripoli-based Government of National Accord or GNA. Political reports that GNA has struggled to assert authority and is plagued by infighting On the other side, in the east, is General Khalifa Haftar, a dual U.S.-Libyan citizen and commander of the Libyan National Army or LNA A one-time Gaddafi ally, Haftar launched last year an offensive to take Tripoli His side controls most of Libya's oil and gas infrastructure Reuters describes him as a leader positioning to defeat extremists, but critics see him as a dictator. The conflict has turned into a proxy war.
0: But for proxy war, you mean that other nations are supporting Libyan fighters, right?
5: Exactly. Several foreign powers are defending their interests in Libya by supporting either side, heightening geopolitical competition.
0: So, if I got it? The domestic international dimensions of the conflict are mixed.
5: Yes, they are. al sarraj enjoys backing from the UN, Turkey, Qatar and Italy, Libya's former colonial ruler. Haftar meanwhile has the support of Egypt, the United Arab Emirates, Russia, Saudi Arabia and France. Foreign oil firms such as Italy's Eni and Francis Total operate in Libya. Recently, Turkey and Russia have taken charge following a Western diplomatic paralysis.
1: Thanks, I Hi, I'm Adnan, and I'll tell you why the Libyan issue is under the spotlight right now. What's now?
0: Adnan, thanks for joining us. The tension around Libyan disputes
1: has increased recently. Why? The most recent and important event to seek a solution in Libya has been the Berlin Conference held on Sunday, January 19th, where 12 countries with interest in the African nation gathered in Germany. After a failure in Moscow, a less risky goal, stop the supply of weapons to both sides of the conflict. The meeting that had representatives from France, Russia, Turkey or the US, among other participants, lasted four hours. In the end, the German Chancellor Angela Merkel declared that a comprehensive plan forward was agreed upon. But here's the thing, there is no guarantee about the plan being fulfilled, nor there is any kind of penalty to those who will not do so. And what do we know at this point? Well, time will have to pass to confirm to establish whether the countries that were part of the Berlin Conference can live up to the objective that was drafted in the meeting, which is uh, complying with the arms embargo that was placed by the UN Security Council in 2011 and that has been constantly violated ever since. Especially, attention will have to be put that the major actors within the conflict, such as Turkey that supports the UN-backed government of national accord led by Fayez al sarraj or Russia that backs the rebel and General Khalifa Haftar. No plan and no penalties were settled in case a country breaks the commitment.
0: And what about the civil population?
1: The conflict has alarming numbers. Only between April and July 2019, over 1,000 people died in Tripoli as two rival rebel groups fought for control of the city. And the violence in Libya shows no sign of abating without external interference. May Berlin's agreement bring some peace? All in all, and despite the efforts in and by Germany, in Libya the situation seems as unstable as it was before the Berlin Reunion, where Prime Minister al sarraj and Haftar were never in the same room discussing a possible solution. In fact, only a day after the conference, Haftar forces undertook an attack in the Libyan second biggest city, Misrata. In the offensive, three persons died and 28 were injured. That means, and that demonstrates, that the ceasefire is not, as now, around the corner. It's actually quite the opposite. While Sarraj continues to find a political outcome, Haftar continues to gain territory. In an interview this week for Al Jazeera, Sarraj has claimed that his forces will defend Tripoli. Thanks a lot, Adnan. Hi, my name is Asif and
3: I will explain how historical facts brought Libya to this disturbance.
1: How did we get here?
0: Asif, thanks for joining us. It sounds paradoxical, but all this impasse started with a popular rebellion against a dictatorship. Is it true? Yes, it is true. In 2011,
3: as a chapter of the Arab Spring Movement, a revolution led to the end of the 42-year regime of Muammar Gaddafi. During the conflict, NATO declared a no-fly zone over Libya, enforcing it with airstrikes. In March 2011, with heavy American involvement, NATO attacked the Libyan force in order to prevent an impending massacre of anti-government protesters. The United States justified its military intervention by arguing that removing Gaddafi would improve
0: prospects for stability and security in Libya. But the overthrow of the dictator didn't bring peace, right? Exactly. Gaddafi
3: was captured and killed by rebels in October 2011. In contrast to American promise, the fall of Gaddafi had created a power vacuum. Since the overthrow of Gaddafi, local militants have never been disarmed. On top of it, the rebel groups That had united against Gaddafi remained deeply divided by ideology, religion and ethnicity. This has been one of the most important responsible reasons for civil war since 2014.
0: So, could we say that without Gaddafi the situation went from bad to worse?
3: Yes, we can say that. The well-rich North African nation Has since been engulfed in economic chaos, general lawlessness, with violent militants weighing for power, including ISIS, has become a regular thing in Libyan daily life. Despite international pressure, political reconciliation between rival governments in the East and West remains a distant prospect. The civilian population is caught in the middle, Basic public services such as healthcare, education, electricity, banking are degraded or absent, and the threat of violence is constant. How would you describe this process? Eight years later, we can say that NATO's intervention in Libya may have facilitated Gaddafi's removal from power, but it left a power vacuum in which Libya has become a failed state. We appreciate the information, Nasif.
0: Thanks. Thank you.
4: Hi, my name is Barbara Paulin. And I'm Lisa Ossenbrink. Today we will describe the immediate consequence of a failure of a Berlin conference.
2: And also give you a prognosis for how the conflict could develop further.
4: What's next?
0: As the failure of the Berlin Conference has manifested itself, Libya's future looks bleak. An end to its military conflict does not seem probable in the reachable future. Lisa, welcome.
2: Thanks, José. The failure of the Berlin Conference has manifested itself through the resurfacing of bloody violence. At least 11 government soldiers were killed, and over 100 others injured in the strategically important city of Misrata. It is suspected that the Libyan National Army under Haftar was responsible for this attack, effectively breaking the ceasefire agreed upon at the Berlin Conference.
0: And what about the reactions?
2: As for immediate political reactions, there's a call for sanctions. Germany reacted swiftly by calling for UN sanctions on those countries breaking the Libyan arms embargo. Heiko Maas is trying to maintain the fragile ceasefire in Libya by diplomatic means, as Deutsche Welle reports. He scheduled an emergency meeting with the EU High Representative Joseph Borrell in Berlin, calling for the United Nations Security Council to step in. If the UNSC agrees that the breaking of the Libyan ceasefire cannot remain without consequences, sanctions on those at fault could be implemented.
0: So Lisa, the scenario is turbulent for the region. What do the neighboring countries think about the major power actions?
2: As foreign meddling by more powerful countries can lead to a power play of financial interests, Libya's neighbors decided to take action themselves. Meeting in Algiers, the foreign ministers or other officials of Egypt, Tunisia, Chad, Niger, Sudan, Mali and Algeria sought after solutions to the conflict in Libya. Heiko Maas also attended the meeting. As the spread of terrorism and migration from Libya is feared, the stakes for all of those attending was very high.
0: Barbara, is it clear what is the role of the major powers in the future of Libya?
4: The ambiguity of the two major EU states, France and Italy, makes the situation worse. Paris begs Haftar for his crackdown on Islamic terrorists active in the region and in general for his alleged capacity to establish political stability in the areas under his control. On the other hand, Rome staunchly supports Al-Serraggi for political and economic interests. His government is supposed to control the migrant flows from the Libyan coastlines to the Italian one. It is, it is also in charge of protecting the local projects of any the Italian national energy company, one of the biggest in the world.
0: And I suppose that the Libyan economy will continue to struggle, right?
4: Yes. An economic downturn has been predicted after the blockage of oil pipelines through General Khalifaftar. Libyan oil production is expected to implode to 72,000 barrels a day, the lowest level since 2011. The production and export of Libyan oil has nearly been halted entirely.
0: Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Barbara. Deeper
2: In our deeper section, we will give you further recommendations to keep up with what's happening in Libya. Ayé, what is your suggestion?
5: For more information to understand the Libyan conflict, you can check out the website of the International Crisis Group, crisisgroup.org, and its section on Libya for reports and briefings.
1: You can also check the podcast in Spotify called Libya Matters in which different lawyers, journalists, analysts, artists, ambassadors and different figures try to explain what's happening in Libya.
4: And to have a journalistic point of view on Libya, you can follow the the work and the Twitter activities of Francesca Mannocchi and Nancy Porcias, two Italian freelancers that are familiar with uh, Libya.
3: And to have a very deep understanding about the crisis and its aftermath, a book would be very interesting to follow up, The Libyan Revolution and its Aftermath, published in 2015, and editors are Brian McQueen and Peter Cole. The book is available in Google Book, and you can buy it from Amazon also, but the book gives a very deep idea about what has happened in the field and what could happen in the future based on the fact
0: soundtrack like any other moment of life the living crisis has a soundtrack
1: with local artists singing their views adnan Yes, it is well known that rap and hip-hop was one of the tools the Arab people used to protest when the Arab Spring emerged in 2011. It happened in Egypt, it happened in Tunisia, it happened in Syria, and it also happened in Libya. Slim Kim, a former radio broadcaster in Tripoli, claimed in a recent interview that rap is definitely political in Libya, and called for a new song to give comfort to the Libyans. In the meantime, he pointed one song that was published in 2014 when the airport of Tripoli was destroyed after a battle, the artist, Bad Boy, the song, Chaos, Music.
6: كلها كساد كلها الموت تتهد تغلط وتئد حتى الشبانة معاش معالك شبيب همي شي بتقلب قلبي مش بل تعمل هربا للغربة ولا من دلش عود الحل نفس السسكة والروتين المترفع في الليبيين يفدعك يا مخطوفين وقوسه من غارك حانين ونحنينك للوطن تي مش لاقي ون يسكن تي حول تربعنا خريف شيء بدون تصفر السن نحجر بقولي الحق وخيتياره حق تنطق حتى لو قصيت لسانه عنده بيرو عنده ورقت يتعيش مع الاندال يا رهن الاغتيال وينك يا مفتينا ولا دم برغات حلال بيعكس على المنصب ينسى البلد واللعبات من حق المواطن يحسب الهجرة لتشاد فيلم اسمه إرهاب روتين بنكهة بغداد صعى جهاد نهايتها قصة البلاد في الفوضى حالفان فان غنبا وغادي طالبان في كل مكان غنبا والزنتان وصرطا والجدران الفوضى والامان عيشة 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 يا ملا عيشة توباش بلادي, بلادي بلادي زي الميت عالفراش مرة مرة ميرت خشاشوها للانعاش بعتوها ببلاش يتمتوها yeah. yeah. بحياش yeah. الثورة والحرية كانت كاميرا خفية باعوها فاتوها مستحشين العبودية الكل هم السياسة ونسوا شوارعنا عنا كناسة دل فطرات رفاسة ولا عفاسه ولا عفاسة كرحتو للعيشة ولد تفينة الدستور ولا قاعدة اللحمانيه خرفان بلا شرعيه تلهد تجري عالصراحية كبرت القاضية ولدو السلطة قمعية اللي عند الباور درما يبدو مغرما يشاور والقافله تناور وداعل للتحاور واللي ما عنده شي قص عليهم مية وضي تتكلم تطلع طحن بقش احسن يا وخي لو يبيعوا في الامان عطيل اللي بيحدا تيح بلادي داروا بيها والمسكين هو الضحيه حفروها ودفنونا واللي حفرو البير فريح مصطحبه مشروع سلاطه مشويه هي زي ما هي والقفو اللي بيرونا ريح قرض أصغركم برا واحنا نعيشو بالجمعيح واللي زماني كعب تفويش اكتر بالكيح يلمطينا طلع يرحم شوف الشمس الشوائح عيشة 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 يا ملا عيش التوباش بلادي 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 زي المية عالفراش مرة مرة, مرة ميرت خشش تخششوها للإنعاش بعتوها ببلاش يكتمتوها هالبحريات عرفت ديرو النصبه على ودي البومينيار وعرفتو ديرو العصبة على شعبك له النار علي اول منصب الرس عطبي ونعمل المطار واللي عنده كمشه صغار لليوم ساكت بالإيجار ها بديرو النطي يش وارعنا كلها ضلام مش وارك قيسه بقرام ما تديرش روحك فندام يش وارع محكوره شوره المسهول عينه عوره تعال نديرو دوره من جنصو اللي تشوره ومع الصمت وأحلام الشعب وكانت ها صبطن حتى دام الصيارة عارد كل سنة نقوله هانت ويا مرحم لي فادت اصبرنا نهمنه إن شاء الله خير وبنات قضية من يفلح لا أمن ولا صحة لو كنت ربة تموت يعطوك شربك حق البترول ملك المالك والمالك سلاحه هالك ونسوك أحلامك همك في مينك وشمالك كلام الحب والجاع ما نرضى بلادي تنباح نبهو جيش وشرطة لا سوا عقل قعقاح مشاريع الدولة أكلام ممشي نبلاح مشاريع طريق الشط شاهي بالنعناع عيشة 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 يا ملا عيش التوباش بلادي 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 زي المية عالفراش مره مره ميرت مره, مرة للإنعاش Thank
0: you, Adnan, Asif, Ai, Barbara, and Lisa. Thank you to our audience for tuning in. This was your Mundus Explained Experience on the consequence of the Berlin Conference in Libya. See you soon.
6: Ah bad boy, bad boy.